Would you like to know how to escape the trap that the enemy has set for you and effectively say no to any and every temptation? Do you desire to avoid the snare altogether and just stop giving in and instead live a blessed life that's completely unreservedly sold out for God? Do you long for the time when you never have to lie to cover up your sin? God shows us how. Solomon said, The Lord gives wisdom. From His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast, a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. Each and every episode is designed to help you discover how to skillfully handle the Word of God as you choose to live in freedom. Well, I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry, and this is episode 117, entitled, Perfect Vision. As we begin today's episode, before we give our attention on what it means to be focused, what it means to have perfect vision, I want to pause here for a moment of prayer. Would you join with me, please, Father? Once again, we're coming humbly before you. And we're asking you, as as David did in Psalm 25, verses 4 and 5, would you please make us know your ways, Lord? Would you please teach us your paths? Would you please lead us in your truth and, and teach us in our heart of hearts? You are the God of our salvation. And for you, we, willing, we willingly wait all day long for you to reveal your truth in yourself to us. God, would you please, as, as, um, as Exodus 13, verse 13 says, would you please show us right now your ways so that we may truly know you and glorify you and serve and worship you. And then, Father, as, as we dive into this episode, as we open your word and we study it together, as David prayed in Psalm 119, verse 18, we also pray, Lord, would you open our eyes that we may behold wondrous things out of your law. God, I'm asking you these things, not not just for myself, but for every listener to this episode. And I ask you this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, in Psalm 25, verse 15, David pens these words. He says, My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for only He will pluck my feet out of the net. Let me repeat that. Psalm 25, verse 15, My eyes are ever toward the Lord. Can you say that? Only he will pluck my feet out of the net. Do you understand that? Would you like to know how to escape the trap that the enemy has set for you and to effectively say no to any temptation? Do you have within you a desire to avoid the snare that the enemy is setting up altogether and just stop giving in to your sinful temptations and instead continuously, ongoing, daily, live a blessed life that is completely, unreservedly sold out for God? Do you have that desire? Do you long in your heart of hearts for the time when you never have to lie ever again to cover up your sin? If the answer is yes, then you're in the right place because God shows us how. In Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6, Solomon said, The Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Listen, my friend, to live a life of sexual purity, 
to powerfully, daily, moment by moment, submit to God. You must choose. You must choose daily. You must choose moment by moment to stand rock solid in the faith. You must choose to effectively and consistently, James 4, 7, submit yourself to God, resisting the devil. And the promise is he's going to flee from you like a whipped pup. To effectively say no to lust, to effectively say no to porn, no to sexual sin, no to to any temptation that you might be struggling with. You must choose daily. You must choose moment by moment to say yes, yes, yes to God. Open your Bible. Let the truth of Scripture, let the wisdom of God's Word penetrate and saturate your heart and your mind. What you think impacts what you do. You must fill your mind with what with God's word in order to fill your life with with a way, life with a, a godly behavior. And then, not only must you fill your mind with God's word, but then you must choose moment by moment, day by day, to walk in obedience to what God is revealing to you. I love the words of Hebrews chapter four, verse twelve. You've heard me quote it many times if you've been following this podcast. It says this: "The word of God is living." and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, even to the penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it's able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. I love that. Every time you open your Bible, every time you read Scripture, every time you hear the Word of God taught or preached, and you're listening to what God is saying, the Word of God is living, it's active, it's, it's impactful. It's affecting you. It, it, it's penetrating it. To the, the, the scriptures say to the, jo- the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow. In other words, it's getting all the junk out of the way. It gets all the fluff and, and pretense out of the way, and it reveals the thoughts. And I love this. The thoughts and the intentions of your heart. It exposes who we really are. Well, as you choose to daily open your Bible and read Scripture, John 16, 13 and John 14, 26 promise us that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. In other words, your spiritual eyes will be opened. The Holy Spirit will enable you to see what it is you need to do, where it is you need to go, how to accomplish God's will in your life. But listen to me, watch this now. For that to happen, you have to have perfect vision. You have to be focused. Your eyes, Psalm 25, 15, must be ever toward the Lord. For only he will pluck your feet out of the snare of the enemy. The psalmist writes in Psalm 141, verse 8, My eyes are toward you, O God, my Lord. In you I seek refuge. In Psalm 123, Verses 1 and 2, the psalmist says, To you I lift up my eyes. Oh, you who are enthroned in the heavens, behold, as the eyes of a servant look to the hand of his master, as, as the eyes of a maidservant look to the hand of her mistress, so my eyes look to you, O Lord my God. So let me ask you, where's your focus You see, God promises us in his word that as we read scripture daily, 
It is through the reading and the studying and the application of his word that Proverbs 4.11, he guides us in the way of wisdom and he leads us along straight paths. Now, now, now think about this for a moment. Track with me here. The way of true godly wisdom is found only in scripture. Let me repeat that. The way of true godly wisdom is found only in scripture. You see, every time you choose to invest your time Opening the Bible and studying God's Word, the verses you read, Psalm 119, 105, act as a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Did you catch that? Every time you invest time, now let me hit the pause button here for a moment. Make sure that you understand there's a difference between, between spending time and investing time. When you're spending you're looking for an immediate return, immediate reward, and it's not necessarily something that's going to last. But when you're investing, you're, you're setting aside, you're, you're, you're putting away for a greater reward later. So here's why I say that. Every time you invest time opening your Bible, my friend, do you understand this? When you read scriptures, you're never spending time in God's word. You are investing time, opening your Bible, studying the word of God, which acts as a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. It's like a massive floodlight that's pouring God's pure white light into the oppressive, sinful, king-me-oriented darkness of your life, and it's saying, this is the way to victory. Walk in it. In other words, God's word will always give you perfect vision. So I want you to notice in Psalm 25, verse 15, that David specifically declares, my eyes are ever toward the Lord. Now, why do you think he puts such a strong emphasis upon his eyes? I want to submit that it's vital, it is critical, it is of utmost necessity that you are very careful what you allow your eyes to see day in and day out, moment by moment. Here's why I say that. What you see influences what you think. Are you catching this? What you see influences what you think, and what you think impacts what you do. Remember, we've seen in Proverbs 23, verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What goes on in my mind determines what goes on in my my behavior, my attitudes, my actions. And what I see strongly influences what I think. And what I think significantly impacts what I do. Think, think about it this way. Whenever you go for a walk, whether you're going from one room to the next, you're going through the grocery store, maybe you're taking a hike through the woods, but no matter where, where you're going, if you're going for a walk, you are dependent upon your senses to help you navigate the given terrain. Does that make sense? One major sense that you rely heavily upon is that of your eyesight. What you see, what you see, sorry about that, what you see strongly influences what you do. So if you see an obstacle in front of you, I'm going to submit more than likely you're going to go around it or over it rather than walk into it or stumble over it. Listen, how foolish, how foolish would it be for you to look to the right and start walking to the left? Or for you to keep your eyes looking straight ahead and start walking backwards. To not go where your eyes are showing is to invite problems. To not go where your eyes are showing is to invite pain. 
to not go where your eyes are showing is to possibly even invite death. Every day of your life, you are faced with choices multiple times throughout every day. You're going to choose, what am I going to allow myself to see? Am I going to allow myself to see only those things that encourage me to live a godly life? Or am I going to allow myself to see things that persuade me to indulge in the lusts of the flesh? Listen, my friend, if you want your life to consistently glorify God, Scripture is clear that what you fill your mind and your heart with makes all the difference in the world. When you fill your mind with ungodly things and yet try to live a godly life, you are going to be frustratingly unstable in all your ways, James 1, verse 8. Listen to Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 17. It says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. How do I understand what God's will is? Where do I find God's will? The answer is in Scripture. You see, God does have a will for you. In fact, He has a specific will for you. Now listen, He has a specific will for you in what you should see and what you shouldn't. And He wants you to understand what that will is so that you can walk in obedience to it. Now, let me be quick to say, you're not going to find anywhere a detailed listing that says, well, thou shalt look at these things and thou shalt not look at those. You're not going to find that, at least not in the way you think, that you might assume. But you will find, for example, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3-7. through 7. It's crystal clear, stating this is the will of God. Wow, you can't get any clearer than this, my friend. This is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passionate lusts of the Gentiles who know not God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things. God has not called us for impurity, but holiness, First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 7. I'd say that's pretty clear, wouldn't you? This is the will of God. Abstain from sexual immorality. Well, what leads us to sexual immorality? Our thought process. When King Me is sitting on the throne of my heart, I'm going to worship King Me. And my thought process is many times, most of the time, dictated or governed by my visual stimuli. The things that I'm allowing myself to see influence the things that I think, and the things that I think impact the things that I do. The way we discover God's will for what we should or should not do, what we should or should not see, is to daily become a student of God's Word. How are you doing with that? Are you in God's Word daily? I know if you've been following this podcast for any length of time that this is a broken record. I I repeat this over and over and over and over again. But there's a reason why I'm doing this. I'm doing this, I'm I'm repeating this because I believe in all of my heart the truth that God's Word makes a difference. It makes an impact. I, I put myself on the table as exhibit number one. Before I was in God's Word daily, I was in King Me daily. 
I was living for myself and I was making selfish, self-centered, egocentric, driven decisions that led me into sin over and over and over and over and over again. And I'd be frustrated over and over and over again because I would try to, to be pure. I'd try to be free of my sin, but I was trying in my own strength and my own power, and I kept falling on my face. But as my dear friend and brother in Christ, Roger, started to drill into me many years ago, hide God's word in your heart and you will not sin against him, Psalm 119, verse 11. Set apart Christ as Lord of your life. And he, Lord in your heart and your mind, and he will be Lord of your life. Be in the word of God. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Our eyes need to be always toward the Lord. We're instructed in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, that our mind is to be thoroughly and completely occupied with things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Now think about this for a moment. That's what my mind is to be focused on, things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Does it not make sense then? Since what we see has a direct impact on what we think, then I submit it stands to reason that the things that I allow myself to see should also be true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable to the glory of God. If the things that I see glorify God, the things that I think are going to glorify God, and therefore the things that I say and do are going to glorify God. Now, yes, we are living in an age of grace. And as a Christian, we have great freedom. But keep in mind... Galatians 5.13, you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. You've been saved not to to sit, soak, and sour. You've been saved not to to sin and and get away with it. You've been saved for for God's glory. You've been, been born again. You're in the family of God, and he wants you to live like a child of God. Well, you can only do that as you fill your mind with Scripture. We, we need to be careful, ever careful, about what we allow our eyes to see as they have a powerful influence on what our mind thinks, which in turn impacts the things that we say and we do. Do you have perfect vision? Are you in the Word of God every day? Are you hiding God's Word in your heart? Are you memorizing Scripture? Are you choosing daily? Are you choosing moment by moment? to walk in obedience to your Heavenly Father. Well, we're going to hit the pause button here until next week's episode. And if you'd like to learn more about today's study or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry and more specifically how we can help you live in freedom from sexual sin, be sure to visit our website. There is a multitude of resources available to you there. You can find our website at thepuritycoach, all one word, thepuritycoach.com. Well, until next time, this is author, national speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you, if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.